I Just Can't Stop Loving You by Michael Jackson is the number one song in America. Fatal Attraction is tearing up the box office. I'm not going to be ignored, Dan. And Paula Abdul had just won her first MTV Video Music Award for Best Choreography in Janet Jackson's iconic music video and song, Nasty, which is one of my all-time favorite Janet Jackson songs. All-time favorite Janet Jackson songs and video. Absolutely. Today, we're going back to September 18th, 1987. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Wayback Recap, a podcast that obsessively explores all things past. From our favorites in TV and film... To Ice Cream Cone's breakfast cereal, which consisted of puffs in chocolate, vanilla, or chocolate chip ice cream flavor, as well as a sugar cone-shaped pieces sweetened for sugar cone flavor. That was a good cereal. It was a really good cereal. They came back out. I was just about to say that. Yeah, in like the 20 teens. Not as good. Not as good. And you know why? It's because they lost their mascot, Ice Cream Jones, the singing (laughs) ice cream man, who was great. Can't have ice cream cone cereal without Ice Cream Jones. How dare you? I'm Brandon. And I'm Patricia. And today we are talking about DuckTales. Woohoo! <laughs> an- no, it's perfect. I love it. Uh, the animated television series produced by Disney Television Animation. The original cartoon series premiered in syndication and on the Disney Channel on September 18th, 1987. So, what I- that means to me is they were already like fully behind DuckTales. Yeah, let's make like, some money. Like, we on are it. showing this all the time. I am confused because. I only ever watched it on Disney Channel. Maybe that makes me sound like a snob, but no, I don't remember I, anywhere else. That it me came either, on. but I just I don't think, and I don't think it did. I think Disney was just showing it all the time. Oh, okay. Like I think you could co- you could catch Ducktales from six to nine in the morning oh, yeah. and from six to nine at night. Like Which, they were showing Ducktales all the time. I'm okay with that. Same. I love it. Um, it's the Disney Channel, so it ran for that magical 100 episodes over four seasons with its final episode airing on November 28th, 1990. Wow. So really, it only had like three years. Really, there's only three seasons of DuckTales. Think about like how impactful three seasons of DuckTales has been. Truly, honestly. I mean, Disney, again, played it all the damn time. All the time. But I feel like I haven't even seen every single episode of DuckTales, but I have. Of course, Yeah, I promise you have. Yeah, I will after this. (laughs) So the cartoon was based on Uncle Scrooge, based out of the Duck universe, created by Carl Brooks. Is this like the Marvel (laughs) universe? I think it's just like Carl Barks is the guy who created like Donald Duck, Uncle Scrooge, Huey, Dewey, Louie. So like that branch of ducks (laughs) (laughs) were all created by Carl Banks. Is that one duck? What's his name? Is it Crackpot Duck? The professor? What is that duck's name? Gyro? No, not in DuckTales. Oh, no, I know exactly who you're talking about, but I don't know his name. Okay. We'll have to look that up. Sorry, that was a sidebar. <laughs> so on the show, we see Scrooge McDuck and his nephews, Huey, Dewey, and Louie. That together with their close friends go on ridiculous, crazy adventures and treasure hunts, always thwarting Scrooge's many enemies who are all after his fortune and his number one dime. Dude. So, <laughs> I used to have, like, this mini handheld video game of DuckTales. Oh, yes. Do you know what I'm talking about? You think okay. we're not talking about the DuckTales video games in this episode? Come on. I mean, it's really up there. But, like, <laughs> Scrooge does have a lot of enemies. Scrooge has a lot of enemies. I think, you know, a successful capitalist. Sorry, I didn't, sorry, I didn't mean <laughs> You know, um, any man in business is going to, you know, accrue enemies. 
especially when you're treasure hunting. I'm putting quotes around yeah, that. Yeah, Because <laughs> that feels a lot like theft. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, you know, we'll, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. So Scrooge was voiced by Alan Young, who first voiced Uncle Scrooge in the Academy Award-nominated short film Mickey's Christmas Carol in 1983. Mickey's Christmas Carol is the best version of the Christmas Carol. I said it and I meant it. Uh, I'm going to be contrary and say the Muppets Christmas Carol is better. Also good. Michael Caine in it. Also good. Mickey's is better. All right. Well, podcast (laughs) over yet again. Strike three. Get your thing. This is our house. Y'all leave. (laughs) Alan Young would play Scrooge for 20 years, right up to his death in 2016. Wow. Yeah, so he was like always Uncle Scrooge until a very until very recently, which is cool. I love it when there's always one person who's the thing. It makes me think of like Casey Kasem. Yeah. With Shaggy and Frank Welfer with like Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, iconic actress who we've talked about in our My Little Pony episode, Russie Taylor, was the voice behind the nephews, Huey Dewey and Louie, as yeah. well as the adorable Webby Vanderquack. Very big fan of Webby here. Russie Taylor, man, snaps for Russie. You're making she that is money. super cool. Like, and she was, yes, there's a lot of really excellent voice talent involved with DuckTales. And that fills my heart. But Russie Taylor was always Huey, Dewey, and Louie. I think she's still Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Really? Not in the reboot. Okay. But I like was... in official Disney capacities. Okay. She's Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Man, a job that just keeps on giving. I'm saying, you know how many video games did Disney, like, uh, Whatever that Kingdom, Kingdom game, Hearts. Kingdom Hearts. I've always wanted to play that game. Me I have never too. played it. I've though. watched people play it on YouTube before. <laughs> That's going to be my new pastime. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, rounding out the voice cast were Chuck McCann and Terry McGovern. Walt Disney Television Animation started working on DuckTales in 1986. So, bit of a lead up here. And they were always planning to air the show between 4 p.m. and 6 p.m. when they thought kids watched the most TV. Yeah. Checks we just out. came home from school. <laughs> yeah. I'm not doing homework no, right now. No, for us, mom isn't home till 530. <laughs> so we got at least for an hour and a half of DuckTales. <laughs> yeah, man. In an effort to help the show stand out, the production company enlisted Japanese animation studio Wang Film Productions in order to achieve a higher production value. But with that higher production value comes a higher cost. Right. So, for example, shows like Scooby-Doo can reuse the background over and over and over again. Yes. That saves cost. They can, It's a long-established show, so they can pick and choose from old animations and reuse them. So they're all cut-costing cut, cut measures with cartoons, which are why cartoons are so popular. Because yes. they're cheap to make. But when you're getting brand new cells done across the world, this is going to be a much more expensive endeavor. Yes. Isn't this what kind of The Simpsons was doing for a while? Or South Park too, I feel like? Yes. So I think for a long time, South Park and The Simpsons didn't want to use computer animation. And so that animation took longer. But now they're both on computer animation. Yeah, I thought so. Like South Park turns out a show in six days. Jeez, man. So this is a kind of a risky move at the time. So Disney's putting a lot of money behind this show that maybe no one will watch. Can I ask you why? Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt no, okay. the flow, but why would Disney like kind of invest that much money? Like, was there like great question? Was, okay, so I think it, there was a couple factors. I think first of all, this is the late '80s, 
the cartoon market is flooded. There is a lot of cartoons out there. Yes. Disney is a new cable channel. So they have to get people to come watch their cartoon on cable, not the cartoon on Channel 4. You know what? That's right. So they have to do something special here. Yeah. To kind of get that attention. So I think that's really why. So the first season aired between 1987 and 1988 and consisted of 65 episodes, which was the required number in order for a show to move into weekday syndication. Wow. So they achieved that with the first season. So that's really smart. Yeah. (laughs) Get that money early. And it was a huge hit. After the first season, Disney immediately ordered two more seasons. And DuckTales became the anchor of the Disney afternoon. Man. Which was like a two-hour block on the Disney Channel every afternoon. And it helped raise Disney's level of animation for its other shows. So it became DuckTales, Tailspin, Chippendale, Rescue yes, Rangers. Yes, yes, And uh, Darkwing Duck. Man, that is a solid lineup. And they are, like, all that animation is way better. And that was a risky move. And it paid off in leaps and bounds. Like, the Disney afternoon was super successful. I will say it's super successful, one, because I remember Disney shows, like, almost vividly compared Me to a too. lot of other shows. Like, Chippendale's Rescue Rangers, DuckTales, even to a lesser extent, like, Tailspin. I remember specific episodes, like... Me too. No problem. And they were the first shows that I looked for with Disney Plus. Oh, absolutely. Like when Disney Plus came out, I wanted it because I wanted to watch the Disney Afternoon. Yeah, like, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> this is what I was certain because before that, it was hard to get these shows. Yeah. I was lucky enough to have the DuckTales on DVD. Oh, you did? Yes, dude. <laughs> I, I remember the that. DuckTales is a shit. So at this crescendo in 1990, we get the feature film, DuckTales the Movie, I Treasure of the God, Lost girl. Lamp. Kablooey! Sorry. (laughs) I love that movie. We love that movie. Truly. My house had it on on a loop. We got the tape at at Sam's Club. It was like a clamp, like an old school clamp style VHS. Yes, the one, the white one. Yes, I know exactly. We got it after church. Oh, yeah, us too. I'm sorry, I'm weird. Bury all kinds of weird things (laughs) in there. Um, After church, we went to Sam's Club. Mom bought it for us, and we watched it for two months straight. Like, we just had it on all the time. (laughs) Unfortunately, the movie was not a huge hit. Get out of here, really? It cost $20 to make and only made $18. Woof. So it's a loss. And with that, the sun kind of set on DuckTales. I'm upset about this because I'm like, how did that not make money? Yeah. I was, okay, what year did that come out? So it came out in 1992. I'm sorry, the movie came out in 1990. I was at least four. I should have went to go see that. Maybe I did. I'm going to have to ask somebody in my family if I went to see that movie. Yeah. We will probably do a DuckTales movie episode. Yes. So we're not we going to talk definitely. too much about Treasure of the Lost Lamp, but it is also on Disney Plus, and we do recommend it. Yes. Two thumbs up. I didn't know it was on Disney Plus. I know. Oh, I've watched it. It holds up. It's Dang. still funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. During lockdown, I watched it. So DuckTales was a syndication star. The cartoons were on all the time, and people always enjoyed them. Also, Disney, this was a cash cow for Disney in terms of merchandising. Yeah, I was going to say, come on now. You could buy all kinds of DuckTales shit. I had a stuffed Webby that was like a prize possession. I loved her more than anything. You could buy DuckTales video games, which the DuckTales video game came out in 1989. 
100% we had it. 100% I remember playing it. It's yeah. all about Scrooge McDuck traveling around the world to quote unquote collect treasures. <laughs> <laughs> and the game was a Colonized. huge success. It got a sequel right away. Oh, it did. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I didn't have the sequel. I do remember the sequel. I totally forgot about that. Oh my gosh. But for a long time, it was Capcom's, the developer of the video game was Capcom. It was their biggest seller for I a long, that. long time. I think until like um, Street Fighter. Street though. Fighter probably, yeah. Or Mortal Kombat. Uh, that's so wild. There I were also remember. handheld games. There were computer games. The handheld game is what I had, girl. And Choice. I played it. Yeah. <laughs> There are comic books. Like, if if you can think of a merchandise, there's a DuckTales version of it. Absolutely. So if Disney is getting every nickel out of this, you can bet they're going to reboot it. And that's exactly what happened in August of 2017. The reboot ran for three seasons, ending in March 2021. Oh, wow. It is a crying shame because the DuckTales reboot is very good. Why did they end it if you don't? I think it just didn't get enough traction. They had it on Disney XD, which yeah. is like a web, like I'm confused. It's a special channel. So they made it like hard to find. Yeah, you can't And get that it. kills it. Truly and honestly, I have watched a couple episodes of the new one. It's it really good. Yeah. Like it's, it's not, they're totally different shows, right? Like they're the same characters, but it's totally different. But it's great. And I'm mad they messed it up. <laughs> <laughs> right to somebody. <laughs> The show also had an immensely popular theme song <laughs> written by Mark Mueller. It is iconic. I have no idea why life is like a hurricane in Duxburg. <laughs> I don't know Girl, what... Have you experienced life anywhere? <laughs> I don't know what a duck blur is, <laughs> but I can tell you that I used to sing this song to my mom on the way to church over and over and over and she was in love about it <laughs> i believe that okay life is like no I'm not gonna sing, sing the whole thing now <laughs> no i don't want to get sued uh so that's the kind of the that's the nuts and bolts so if you're ready let's watch some tv let's watch on tv man i miss a show with a good theme song y'all better give me, me a, too you better give me a fucking theme song give me a theme song let's have it be snappy give me something good Boop. Something that will get stuck in my head for seven and a half years. The biggest misconception on DuckTales is that you see, so Scrooge McDuck has a money bin and it's literally this huge pit full of gold and he dives into it all the time. And that's, as an adult, I found out you couldn't do that. And that broke my heart. Yeah. You would hurt yourself. You would really hurt. Gold is really hard. Yeah. (laughs) You will probably die actually. But maybe because he's got like duck powers, like yeah, I mean ducks, ducks are have good oil swimmers. on yeah. their backs, yeah. so maybe that helps. So the episode I chose to talk about today is from season one, episode six, and it's called "Send in the Clones." I specifically chose this episode because it is the series premiere of my favorite Ducktales character, Magica Dispel. Shocking. I like the witch character. Yeah, Magica's the <laughs> shit, though. Magica's the bomb, man. So before I get too much into her, Magica was voiced by the amazing voice actor June Frey. June started her character work with Disney in 1937 on get Snow White. Oh! Oh! Yeah. She would stick with Disney throughout the 40s and 50s. She was the voice of Hazel the Witch in my favorite Disney cartoon trick or treat. Oh my trick gosh. or treat. 
Trick or treat. Yeah, she was Hazel the Witch. But even more notably than that, she was the Looney Tunes character, Granny. That's where I know that name. Yep. Oh my gosh. And she was Granny until she died like a year ago. Ma'am, stop that. 99 years old and she was still voicing Granny. Ma'am. So she was also Rocket J Squirrel in Bullwinkle. Like June. Rocky? Yeah. Rocket J. That's his name. I looked it up. I know. know. It is Rocky. It's Rocky. (laughs) So to help her steal the dime, for reasons unknown, Magic of Dispel helps the Beagle Boys escape from jail. Yeah. The Beagle Boys are dum-dum McDum-dums. So they're based off of the Mob Barker gang from like the 30s. Yes. I've read that before too once. I don't know who that is. Um, they committed crimes. I recently listened to a podcast about them, and it was remarkably uninteresting. <laughs> <laughs> they were criminals. The Beagle Boys are funnier, because at least they know they're dumb. Yeah. Where, like, the mob argument was just, like, murdering people. And that's less fun. On DuckTales, there are these bumbling dogs. They're ridiculous. They never get anything right. Why would you use them for a heist, Magica? Any other goons would be better than these goons. And she had to break them out of jail. Yeah, she's going for That's a lot of work. A lot of work. Yeah, you could have easily just paid somebody. <laughs> yeah, just anybody not in jail would have been a better choice. Man, the Beagle Boys always forget the Disney verse has weird looking dogs. It's I like, know they're, they're dogs, and then Beagle. So yeah, right. they don't look like beagles I've ever seen. They look like Goofy to me. Yeah. Isn't Goofy a cow? No, Goofy's a dog. Okay, Goofy's a dog. Yes. Yeah. Is Goofy a cow? <laughs> I don't know. It's weird because I feel like Goofy interacts with Pluto and I'm like, why is one of you a pet and one of you a person? Why isn't Pluto a person? The next morning at McDuck Manor, Scrooge awaits the arrival of Wabra Walters, a reporter for Duck Week magazine. Obviously a parody of Barbara Walters. (laughs) Yes. Okay. All she does is remind me of the announcer from Animal Olympics. Do you remember Animal yes, Olympics? Yes, I do, but... Barbara Walbers, who <laughs> was voiced by Gilda Radner. <laughs> and that's what she makes me think about. And it kind of made me want to put Animal Olympics on the list. But I was like, I don't know if there's a lot to talk about here. But do, if you guys want us to talk about Animal Olympics, the 1980 cartoon created by NBC in order to make you want to watch the Olympics... Uh, let us know. <laughs> I would not have watched Olympics, but I would have watched Animal Olympics. My brother, my little brother went through a phase of every time we went to rent a movie, he would rent Animal Olympics nice. for like nine months straight. Man, that was me with, <laughs> quite honestly, a lot of stuff. That was me with the Scooby-Doo movie um, in Ghoul School. Sure. We should definitely talk about it. We should it. definitely talk about it. We have to talk about Scooby-Doo. I can't believe we've gone this far and not talked about Scooby-Doo yet. You're well, a huge really... Scooby-Doo fan. I really am. Yeah, we gotta talk about it. Meanwhile, Huey, Dewey, and Louie hit up Uncle Scrooge for some cash so they can go to the movies to see Invasion of the Quacker Snatchers. Yeah, that sounds so perverted. I'd watch it. definitely sounds questionable. Like, I don't know if that's a safe Google. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you Quacker Snatcher. (laughs) Baba Waba. What's her name again? Baba Waba. (laughs) Waba Baba. Wabra Walters. So it's like Deborah, but with a W. Webra. Oh. Webra Walters. Got you. <laughs> that, that was hard to say. While the nephews are gone, Magica and the Beagle Boys show up outside the house. And Magica turns Burger, Big Time, and Babyface. Those are great names. 
I love them. A person called Burger is very funny to me. Yeah, dog named Burger. Oh too. my gosh, Burger and Fries, two dogs. <laughs> dog and a cat. Oh, best friend. I love it. Patent pending. That's our idea. Don't steal that. So Magica turns Burger big time and babyface into exact doubles of Huey, Dewey, and Louie. But there's one catch: mirrors will reflect their true form. Um, the other catch is that they still sound like themselves and yeah. they sound totally different. They <laughs> like it's a child's cartoon. I don't want to take it too literal, but if you start speaking with a completely different voice when I came over here, I'd be like, Who? Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I forgot something at home. I have to leave immediately. <laughs> <laughs> if you start talking to me with a totally different voice, nope. It's not just an accent. This is a totally different voice. Seriously. No. No, 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 no. But that's not a problem because Mrs. Beakley, everybody is just like, oh, no, fine. No big deal. They just see the little voice. Mrs. Beakley's working. She's got a lot to do. She ain't got time to be worried about people's voices. While doing my homework for this episode, I watched quite a bit of DuckTales, including the first episode. I normally skip the first episode of things. Really? Because I assume they're going to be bad. And I just usually jump to episode two. Okay. I don't know why that is. But I watched the first episode. Mrs. Beakley works for Scrooge McDuck for free. Get out of she here. Just she, for like, she just works for room and board and to have Webby with her. And she has to like almost beg Scrooge to let Webby come with her. What? <laughs> make it make sense. That Mrs. Beakley was like homeless and she knocked on Scrooge McDuck's door. And he's like, no, I he's cheap, right? Like Scrooge McDuck doesn't like to pay for things. So it's like, I don't need a housekeeper. I mean, he didn't. He had... Um... Dogworth, has... what's his name? <laughs> Ducksworth. Ducksworth, who's a dog. But then he gets the three nephews. So she's like, I'll be your nanny. I'll watch the kids. All you have to do is let me live here with my granddaughter, Webby. I mean, way to hustle at Miss Beakley. It's a nice place. Yeah. <laughs> I also, mean, Scrooge, you're just trusting this lady isn't crazy. She could have stolen this. I feel like this is a bit of a plot hole because I feel like in much future episodes of DuckTales, there's like a. A treasure hunt where Mrs. Beakley and Scrooge McDuck turn out to be like super old friends who had gone on heists together before and that Mrs. Beakley is like a former spy and knows all these secret things. Wait, isn't this the reboot of DuckTales? I don't think so, but maybe I am merging the two. I feel like you are. Yeah. <laughs> we should get back to the episode. Yeah. Professional podcaster. This is good talk. The disguised Beagle Boys infiltrate the mansion. Big Time and Babyface split up from Burger so that they can search for the number one dime. They find a safe, but Mrs. Beakley catches them and forces them to get into their nice clothes because they have this interview with Wabra Walters. Wabra Walters. (laughs) And while she's like, haranguing them because the boys don't want to get dressed she sees them in the mirror and she sees that it's the the beagle boys that would freak me the fuck out again if you, we are in the house and your reflection is different than what you are i'm booking it out i'm booking it out and good news for you is i have several priests phone numbers in my phone <laughs> and i am calling several of them in right away it is a code black uh code black is it someone has been possessed <laughs> i would need also, speaking of creepy stuff, because, you know, that's our podcast. That's our, yeah, bread and butter. Um, if your reflection was different and then looked at me, girl. 
don't even why did you gotta bring that up that's what's gonna happen to you tonight ah! sleeping sleeping okay sorry you're a bad person so when mrs beakley sees their true reflection she passes out from shock yeah <laughs> appropriate reaction they then meet up with Berger, who's having a tea party with Webby <laughs> because she has snacks and Berger is only interested in snacks. I love Berger. Me for too. This. Berger and I are the same. Berger's like, whatever <laughs> shit. So the other two try to like pull him out of the room and in the scuffle, they rip Webby's doll. Yeah, that's fucked up. Her yep. quacky patch doll. That's Webby's And they make doll. her really upset and it's really sad. I feel bad for Webby. Yeah, get out of here. The trio try to head back to the safe, but Mrs. Walters is here. Scrooge is super anxious. He's like, oh, you know, he's trying to present his best self for the Duck Week magazine cover. I think it's supposed to be like Newsweek. Oh, uh, okay. I was about to ask that. <laughs> also, Scrooge, who cares? You're rich, man. Yeah, just pay them. Yeah, write whatever. Was... You know how this works. I Scrooge, was... you give them money. You write the article you want. That is the article that, come on, man. You're a capitalist, Scrooge. You know how this works. Uh, yeah, why are you being scared? <laughs> So he's trying to smooth things over with Webra just as Mrs. Beakley comes screaming down the staircase (laughs) that her nephew, that your nephews are the Beagle Boys. But she looks hysterical and Scrooge is like, oh, she's so funny. These (laughs) are just jokes. She's such a joker, Mrs. Beakley. And then in comes Webby crying about her doll. So now you have a hysterical woman and a crying kid in front of the reporter. This is not going well. I feel like, welcome to my life. This is real life, yeah. Webra. Yeah, calm down. Maybe not the screaming housekeeper because. <laughs> so just as Scrooge gets Wabra's attention into his study, the Beagle Boys blow the safe that comes through the ceiling of the study <laughs> right in front of Wabra Walter. <laughs> <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> it's amazing. So now Scrooge is really mad and he sends his nephews to their room. And he puts Duckworth, the butler, right outside the door so they can't get out. He's mad. With the boys in their room, they lean out the window to, like, signal to Magica that we are... (laughs) It is not going well, Magica. (laughs) We have blown it. Are you surprised? You shouldn't be. So Magica does what she should have done the whole time. And and she disguises herself as Mrs. Beakley. So now, like, Magica, you were dumb to involve the Beagle Boys. I'm mad. Yeah, why why get a middleman in this? <laughs> Especially dumb middlemen. Man, don't call Burger dumb. Burger has my heart. I do love Burger. Um, bad news. At this point, the real Huey, Dewey, and Louie show up. Coming back from the movie. The plot of the movie they had seen, do you remember Invasion of the Quacker Snatchers? Yes, of course I remember that great movie. Was the plot revolved around aliens taking over bodies. Have you seen the Invasion of the Body Snatchers? I have seen a version of it, yes. Oh, yeah, there are several versions But of I'm it. not sure which version I've seen. Okay. So because the new nephews are here, they come into the, like, foyer the of foyer. the mansion. Yeah, truly. And Scrooge is like, what are you doing here? I sent you to your room. Go to your room. But the, but the nephews are like, whoa. <laughs> Chill, Uncle Scrooge. You're getting all riled up. We just got here what's the bag and they like go to your room so they just like go to their room confused as to why scrooge is yelling at them they haven't done anything wrong meanwhile mrs beakley quote unquote quote unquote quote unquote it's magica she shows up and scrooge is like make them some food and get them like he's over it 
He just wants them <laughs> locked away. He's embarrassed. The reporter is asking all these questions. It's going from bad to worse. Yeah. I mean, locking your nephews in their room <laughs> in front of a reporter probably isn't going to help your case, like, bro. Like, on a level, for, like, from zero to, like, mommy dearest levels of fucking <laughs> up in front of a reporter, this is pretty bad. Scrooge has not hit any of the children or yet. strangled them yet. So I think he's doing okay, but it's not good. Yeah. So Mrs. Beakley makes some soup and serves it to the nephews. But now it's the nephew nephews and the Beagle Boy nephews are searching another part of the house because they snuck out when Mrs. Beakley took over for Duckworth guarding the room. The regular nephews are disgusted when the soup they have been served moves. You mean a tentacle <laughs> came out and ate a cracker? Yes. I'd be like, What? So now they think that Mrs. Beakley has been taken over by an alien because they've just come from this movie and a tentacle suit monster just tried to eat them. So in their defense, it doesn't even seem that way. (laughs) Like, I kind of feel like they're on track. (laughs) Fair. I wouldn't have thought magic. My first reaction would be, this bitch is a body snatcher. So Dewey and Louie split up from Huey and they find instead the disguised burger. So yeah. now there's two nephews and a beagle boy in one section of the house and two beagle boys and a nephew in another part of the house. We knew it was going to happen. <laughs> we all knew it was going to happen. But the nephews are smart and immediately recognize that this Huey is not their brother. <laughs> They're triplet. Like, Fair point. It's going to know that right away. Fair point. But they immediately think it's a body snatcher. So they tie Huey up. Huey burger. <laughs> Huey burger Huey. <laughs> <laughs> burger Huey. Oh, burger as Huey. Magica runs into the real Mrs. Beakley and magically renders her unconscious. I thought Miss Beakley fainted before she could do anything because I didn't really see like magic come out. Oh, you know what I mean? could be. Good but point. no, I think it may, may have just been magic, but she said bibbity boppity bop or something like that. Yeah, she did like a bibbity boppity boop. Meanwhile, Huey runs into the disguised big time and burger in the library and unintentionally leads them right to the dime. Yeah, idiot. Because <laughs> they're stupid. They could have had it the whole Big time. Big time and babyface. Big time and babyface. Yes, thank you. So Magica finds them, turns herself back to normal, and they make plans to get out of there and head back to her lair. They decide to take Mrs. Beakley with them so she can't snitch when they leave. You, you can just put a spell on her why are you take why are you kidnapping people i just think when you add kidnapping yeah to the list of charges it's like mm. and uh, i would assume possibly murder like are you bringing her back yeah what's the end game yeah like like, what are you gonna do with miss beakley you can make miss beakley forget this you are magica dispel don't maybe that's a harder spell than murder On the way to the lair, Magica undoes the spell she had cast on the Beagle Boys earlier, which affects Berger, even though he's not with them. Yeah, tied and, up. And doesn't affect the real Huey, who's on the plane with them, heading to Magica's lair. Yeah, man. Terrible timing. Terrible timing. These nephews, they just think that Junior Woodchuck guidebook is going to get them out of everything. And I feel like they need to be more scared of the world. <laughs> <laughs> the junior woodchuck. You were you in scouting at all? Um, I was asked to no longer participate in my okay. brownie scout in my brownie troop. How old were you? I want to say eight, nine. 
Were you Wednesday atomizing it? or? So I think there was a couple of factors. Okay. I think, first of all, my mother is difficult to get along with. <laughs> and uh, maybe had made her feelings known to the hoity-toity, her words, uh, like scout leader, group leader, whatever it's called. So I think that was already like a negative. And then I was trying to do this dope trick on my bike where I went down, <laughs> when I would go down my steep driveway standing up. Okay. And I had done it like three or four times. And I was like, yes, I'm a BMX biker. And so I got like neighborhood kids to come watch me do it. Okay. Which is like my brother and his friends who were playing basketball next door who weren't even really watching me. But I was like, audience, <laughs> this is me. It's like my evil Knievel fave. Um, and when I did it in front of all of them, I went head over ass over the bike and I took off all the skin off one of my knees. Oh, wow. Had to go to Miss Maria next door. She had to take me to the hospital. It was a whole thing. It was disgusting. It was a really gnarly injury. Yeah. And I was showing all the girls at Brownie Scouts. Oh, yeah. And I think they didn't appreciate that. I feel like and they were like, that's probably a good time for Patricia to no longer come to, <laughs> no longer come to Brownie Scouts. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, tricks on them. I didn't even like it there. <laughs> Potato stamps are stupid and boring. We never did anything interesting. Were you a scout ever? No. No, of course not. I think I went to like a meeting and they gave me a block of wood and I was like, I'm not doing anything with this. I'm going to go back. I feel like your dad would have been so sweet in scouts. Yeah, sure. I was like, I'm going to go watch Tiny Toons. This isn't what I'm doing. Tiny Toons is way better. Upon being returned to his normal form and being threatened with no dinner... Uh, Burger oh. immediately confesses the plan to yeah. Scrooge. <laughs> Which heavy dying. Burger's like, okay, I give I'll up. tell you right away. I'll tell you everything. <laughs> Me. Burger and I have things in common. For real, for real. So Scrooge takes him, Dewey, and Louie in his helicopter heading to Magica's lair. And uh, Wabra tags along. And by tags along, I mean she jumps onto the helicopter and hangs on for dear life. Yeah, that's a wild. Really committed reporter. I mean, you should probably write about that, how Scrooge <laughs> wouldn't let you in his helicopter. but In his gold helicopter. Yeah. When there's plenty of room. <laughs> there was lots of room. He didn't even have to. No, there's just two tiny little ducks. Nephews are tiny. Yeah. At Magica's lair, she's preparing to melt down the number one dime. While Huey and Mrs. Beakley are tied up off to the side. But Huey uses his junior woodchuck knot untying skills to get out of the rope and also let Miss Beakley out. So, I mean, I think Huey's doing okay. Yeah. This is good helping. But his idea kind of goes off the rails from here because he's like, I'll steal a potion and <laughs> I'll just throw it at them and we'll get away. Yeah, bro. You no, don't this know is what not that a well thought. You have, first of all, it could just be water. You don't know what's, it might not be magic at all. Just because it's in a potion bottle doesn't make it magic. It was. <laughs> yeah, it worked out. Yeah. Also, has Scrooge been to Magica's lair before? How does he know exactly where it is? Well, I think we have to remember it's a giant volcano sh in the shape of her. Okay. Yes, so I bet right. that right. probably like stands out on a map. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I would think if you're the baddest. Magica. I yeah, you would put that Wonder Woman film on it, yeah, and people would be able to find it. it. I agree. But then, why have it in the shape of your face? Right. Okay. I also do think there's a history between Magica and Scrooge. Like they've, I think they've had confrontations before. Because like, how does she know about his number one dime? Fair point. So Huey steals the potion and throws it at Magica, turning her hair, turning Magica's hair, her normal black, shiny, silky hair. 
blows it into like a wild blue hairdo. It's great. I love it. At this point, this is just Magica, the Beagle Boys, Mrs. Beakley, and yes. Huey throwing potions at each other for like three minutes. It's, yeah, it's like it's a, a food really... fight with potions. Like <laughs> yeah. they're just like, bitch. And everything that they say somehow that makes the potion turn into it. Like they so, called. Uh, it's Huey like you're being little... you're being a bully, and yeah. that guy turns into a bull. Yeah, and you're a little chicken and it turns turn- into a chicken. Exactly. You, if you're going to do that, you better say something really good. Be like, yeah. you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> you're a quiet bug. <laughs> a quiet bug. <laughs> Can't talk. Oh, okay. And it's small, so you can imprison him or murder him, depending okay. on what you're into. So there's all kinds of things. We get a dragon, there's a cow, there's a pig, all kinds of funny things before Magica has had it and cancels all the magic somehow. Yeah. <laughs> Enough. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Very bad. Which we've all been there. Yeah, those are your mom busts into her room when you're like giggling before bed. <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? But in the meantime, Scrooge has showed up. So Magica has the Beagle Boys hold Huey down and says, Scrooge, you give me your number one dime, or nephew goes in. I I, I kill you your remember nephew. That quacky patch doll. <laughs> We're doing it here with Do you understand this is an active volcano? And I will just throw him into lava. <laughs> I mean and it will just Use be that the, easy. Get the upper hand somehow. Come on, Magica. You're a witch. I'm Team Magica. He's I'm just a, a duck. <laughs> yeah. With a dime. Bitch, if you don't give me this dime. So Magica is holding Huey hostage, basically. And Scrooge is like, listen, I'll give you my number one dime from the nephew. And she's like, I already have your number one dime. Yeah. What are you talking about, stupid? And Scrooge is like, psych, idiot. Why would I leave my number one dime for anyone to come steal it? I keep my dime with me all the time. And he pulls it out of his pocket smart and he says this is my number one dime I mean, makes sense right really like, smart why why would i give you the most why would i just have it in there Somebody in my it. library yeah. where people are just coming in and out all the time yeah absolutely not makes total sense and magic is down dime for kid she gives huey back but in like the shuffle the dimes get thrown up in the air I feel like Huey did that. Huey like goes to hug Scrooge and knocks the dimes out of both of those, both of their hands. Thinking she has the real dime, Magica lets Scrooge go. They all get in their helicopter and fly away. <laughs> While Magica and the Beagle Boys prepare to take over the world. Idiots. <laughs> I would have kept both dimes. Me too, obviously. Everyone goes in the lava. Give me your dime. <laughs> You first, Wabra. <laughs> Truly. You're a new character here. On the way home from Magica's Lair, Scrooge explains that explains the mix-up to Miss Walters. He says he pulled the old switcheroo on Magica. He has that the whole time Magica did have the number one dime. And he outsmarted her, and now she's got a dime that isn't worth a nickel. I mean, he's that's smart yeah come on Scrooge that's brilliant just as they fly away there's a huge explosion from the lair indicating that the spell Magica was trying to use has backfired oh come on (laughs) y'all Magica furious at being fooled swears that she will get her revenge and I think she kind of does like Magica is a reoccurring character on the series uh she frequently teams up with Scrooge's other nemesis Flintheart Glumgold the oh. second richest duck in Duxburg. Yes, also Scottish. Also, <laughs> also Scottish. Also very, 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 very rich. Yes, very. But frequently, Flintheart is always like, he does the shady things. 
Oh. Like his construction is never good, and he's always like oh. cheating and cutting corners and gotcha, stuff. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Where Scrooge has like morals, right. allegedly. I mean, not from stealing <laughs> from other cultures, right? The first five episodes of season one are all about like Scrooge fighting this pirate, basically to steal gold from native people. What? Like that's the first five episodes. Jeez, come on, Scrooge. So in the reboot, Magica really only appears like through her niece who befriends Webby, but Flintheart Glumgold is the best part of the rebooted DuckTales. So the reboot really nails Flintheart. He's super funny and they use him so, so well on the reboot. The reboot is sometimes a little, is not even sometimes, is frequently a much more serious cartoon than DuckTales 88. Yeah, there's a lot more depth. To a lot more characters. depth, yeah. I mean, they really give distinction to Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Yes, they do. And, like, Huey, Dewey, and Louie's mother, who is True. never even addressed in DuckTales 88. Like, these are just orphan nephews for some reason. <laughs> and we never talk about it. So, I really... If you love DuckTales, I do recommend the reboot. I think it's fun. And we are definitely... Like, while we might do an episode on the reboot, we're definitely going to do an episode on the DuckTales, movie. The Treasure of the Lost Lamp, because it's great. So, keep an eye out for that. Bluey! <laughs> It's really good. Do Kablooey again. Kablooey! I love it. Might solve a mystery or rewrite history. DuckTales was often, like, was not a believer in the butterfly effect. Like, they went back in time several times. Yeah, they didn't get And messed with all kinds of stuff. Like, I think at one point they bring, like, a caveman back with them. Yeah, that was one of my favorites. Yeah, that's a good one. What's his name? I forget. Oh, I don't remember. Um, In his dinosaur, yeah. So it's like, they don't care about that at all. Like, they're just here having a good time. They don't care about repercussions at all. (laughs) (laughs) So on Forbes magazine, Forbes Financial magazine, on their top 15 list of the uh, 15 fictional characters with, like, the highest income or the highest net worth, the person at the top of the list is someone named Carlisle Cullen, who is from the Twilight things um i don't know anything about that but holding strong at position number two is scrooge mcduck with 70 billion dollars b <laughs> what yeah that's his estimated worth Isn't how that do wild? they get that information i think they just take it based on like what we know he possesses his companies they establish his net worth Okay, we need to, capitalism needs to stop. It's <laughs> wild. I mean, also talking about Huey, Dean, and Louie, what a good get, man. You guys Seriously. have been orphaned, now you live with a billionaire. So before that, they were living with their Uncle Donald, yes, right? that's right. But then Donald ha- gets re-enlisted into the Navy, and so like he can't take care of the nephews anymore, and he literally like, drops them on Scrooge, and Scrooge doesn't even want them. Scrooge is like, no, 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 no. That happens in both versions? That happens in definitely the first episode of this version because okay. i just watched it because i feel like it happened in the reboot too. i think so yeah scrooge mcduck's estimated net worth is 33.5 billion dollars so that's less than 70 uh but he tops he beats jed clampett jed clampett <laughs> uh he beats Jackson. richie rich wow yeah richie rich is only at 11 billion please nothing yeah <laughs> peasant really <laughs> 11 billion ridgy rich more like not so rich rich <laughs> forbes the article says that the net worth estimates 
are based off analysis and the, of like the fictional character's source material valued against real world commodity. Okay. So for like Jed Clampett owns land where oil was found. So we know exactly how much that is worth yeah. today. You know what I mean? Like oil, that's something we can gauge. Yeah. So I guess that's how they figured it out. This is also on information based from 2010. So okay. that's old information. So True. the pandemic might have hit Scrooge really hard. <laughs> yeah. And who knows what fictional characters came out as billionaires since then. Right. Great point. <laughs> I mean, no idea. Thank you all for tuning in. If you have any questions, suggestions, or embarrassing confessions, please send us an email at thewaybackrecap at gmail.com. Again, that's thewaybackrecap at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram at thewaybackrecappod. If you would like to support the show and or listen to bonus content, exclusive episodes, visit our Patreon page. Our original cover is by Laura Strobish. Remember, wherever you listen to podcasts, follow or subscribe to The Wayback Recap. If you enjoyed yourself, please rate and review the show. Five stars, but if that's too much... We totally get it. Tell a friend. Preferably the responsible friend who will rate and review the show. And join us next time. I'm Brandon. And I'm Patricia. And on behalf of the Wayback Recap, take take care care of each each other, other, y'all.